Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. I'm delighted to welcome Matt, the bass player with the Risen Dread, and Marco, the singer with the Risen Dread. How are you, lads? Yeah, oh, pretty good. good. Pretty good. How's it going, man? Yeah, Happy thanks for coming on the show, lads. Um, things are looking up. Things oh, are really? looking up. <laughs> thanks for having us, man. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's been very weird. It's been a struggle, to put it mildly, but I mean, we have gigs now back. Um, shout out to Bad yeah. Reputation. Down in Limerick, they've had a second gig on for nice. the second weekend in, in a row. Dead Tombs and Hashmaker uh, playing there and uh, went off without any hitch. That's yeah. great. Fair play to them. I mean, That's amazing. The Limerick scene is surprisingly good. Yeah. Like, I know they've got the siege and everything down there, but the yeah. actual bands in there are fantastic. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a great uh, stronghold. And actually, the siege, there you go now, is, is actually going ahead as well, which yeah, cut us all I've on I've seen that. that. I wasn't expecting that. I'm fucking delighted to see that back. Yeah. Mm. Have any of you gone down there before? Uh, I was supposed to go last year with my friend Ocean. Uh, he's living down in Limerick, off, um, but COVID. <laughs> okay, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we're all talking about like going like a, a, a in the last edition, but kind of like a you know, we just it's just like we are glad that everything is coming back. Like we are mm. going to be able to play live soon. And, you know, like just to see all the bands like with new materials and things like that. And just like a, to see the, the audience there and play and have that connection yeah. again. With that like feeling a, of <laughs> offloading yeah. a van with gear. <laughs> yeah. And that smell of beer, you know, like. Yeah. It's <laughs> and fans. Remember them? Yeah. yeah. Remember Mosh? Remember mosh pits? Like, well, I missed that. <laughs> um, we haven't got as far as the mosh pits yet. Unfortunately, yeah. but we're, yeah. we're getting there. I mean, as I said, we watched uh, Zealot Cult and um, Brigante there the other night, and it was just sitting around on bar stools, but still, it was fucking great, it was man. Something, just something, yeah, something. something. Yeah. yeah, it's the yeah. beginning. <laughs> I didn't have time to check, so maybe he can tell me. I saw ye down in Cork. Yeah. Was four, four not playing as well? I Where don't think it was four not. It was ourselves and the boys from. Uh, Follow the oh, signs. Follow the signs. Why the signs? <laughs> I could tell you everyone in the brain band's fart. name. You brain just suffered yeah. a brain fart, With uh, yeah. Noel and Dan. That was actually our first gig. That was, was our first gig. As a yeah. band, that was our cool. first gig. And since then, uh, we've kept up a good relationship with the guys in following the signs. Yeah, yeah. that should have fucking sound. Yeah. Oh, they're they're yeah. Another band that suffered endless problems trying to find a drummer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But, but, especially uh, with the talent of the three of them, it's... Mm, yeah and uh so that was your first gig wow so i saw first your gig first gig band. yeah that yeah. was yeah <laughs> that's mad i wasn't sure you know because i was thinking was it urban assault or one of those and but uh he did have a serious stage presence that that night i remember watching you going holy fuck like these lads are just hitting the ground running i think i think it kind of like we are so looking forward for for the first gig you know like and uh like will and i and like a column like a matt all of us we we played with different bands before you know okay. and we had like a, such a strong connection when you were t- together and kind of like a we went there, go to Cork and everything and kind of uh, talk to the lads. And, you know, like we were just like waiting for that. And it was such a, a nice, uh, a nice gig and, and everything. So yeah, it was the first one, man. But it's, it's funny. It's funny that kind of like was the first one as a band, but like, uh, as I said, like Will and I we used to play back in Brazil, like since we we're like 14, 15, I think my first band, I was 14 back there. And wow. Yeah, you can you can get what part of Brazil, Marco? So my city is is kind of like in the countryside of São Paulo states, so like uh, it's called Americana. But Will he was from uh, São Paulo city, so we it's funny that when, when we talk we play like in similar venues, but not at the same time. Okay. Uh, but especially in São Paulo because the scene there is, is huge, and every small gig that you play, like you have like a 200, 300 people capacity oh, because the, the places are huge and so like a almost 20 million people in the city. So mm. it's <laughs> and... be a few rockers that the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it kind of like, we never play exactly the same festival or with the same bands, but we know a lot of people in common. We play in, same, in similar venues, especially in Sao Paulo. We'll play it a lot in the Northwest with his uh, old band as well. And yeah, but it's just funny that kind of like, yeah, I play there. Yeah, yeah when? And then we're like, oh no, different band. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so many bands there. <laughs> Did you move over to Dublin 
um, in the same year or was it like, well, how did you find each other? No, I moved to Dublin like a 10 years ago. And then mm. uh, my last band in Brazil was a Pantera cover band. And okay. then uh, uh, when... No wonder I can hear, <laughs> feel in your um, singing. Okay. Thank sense. you. I'm glad. I'm glad mm. you said that. <laughs> but uh, actually, uh, Colum uh, messaged me once because I, I, I post like something in the Arch Metal group or, uh, in, the, in the past that I was looking for a band. And then Colum invite me for a Linkin Park tribute band that he was putting together at the time. And I was like, yeah, it's not much my thing, you know, like, uh, thanks. And then after that, he, he, uh, he knew Will like before, like from another they were band. In a band together. They're in a band together before that. Right. Jesus. And then, yeah. And then they contacted me. I was like, Hey man, do you want them just to try? And then I think I, I sang like domination in my, audition let's say right. and yeah. then and, and then one song that i that i wrote that is in the album that's kind of like there is a long story about this song mm-hmm. and then the guy's like yeah i'm thinking you you can sing and then we found this lad a couple of months later yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so like a column wheel they they knew each other before yeah you're seriously playing down the fucking fact that yourself and will ended up in dublin together yeah, it's true. Yeah. Will, what was that Will conversation like? <laughs> Will, Will, we, Will moved to they, Dublin like five years ago. Portuguese, so we, we didn't get any info from their conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's what, uh, it, it was pretty much like all my conversation, like until the day that I went there, was with was Colum. Colum. So I didn't, okay. I didn't know about like, it was like, oh, I have a, we have a guitarist. And then I, I arrived there and we was, I was like, Oh, I know this accent. It was like, where are you from, mate? And it was like, Brazil. I was like, oh, okay. And then, <laughs> and then we, were, we just clicked, you know, like we support the same football team, you know, like it was, was easy. <laughs> Man, that's mental. It's mental, yeah. Such a small place, Dublin. <laughs> Matt, what about you? Were you in cover bands and stuff? Uh, yeah, I kind of, when I was about 14, 15, I had a crappy little guitar and a few friends wanted to start a band and they were much better at guitar than I was. Right. So I said, oh, I'm getting a bass for Christmas. <laughs> and uh, so I just got a bass so I could uh, play music with friends. I think I was yeah. 14, 15 and then kept playing bass. And then I was a session musician briefly and that ended very poorly. Mm, okay. And I stopped playing music completely for about three, four years. Right. And I got a car and decided I, I kind of want to play music again. So I went onto the page. This was in early February, late January. And I seen a post that from November, uh, Irish metal band looking for a bassist. So I reached out and ended up being Cullum. I uh, met for a practice a few nights later. And how was that? Wow. They've tolerated me ever since. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> the title, The Risen Dread, was that Cullum's? That was Cullum. Title, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of like a pretty much when we were talking about uh, the name and the team that we wanted, like for the first album and the way that I, I was writing like the uh, uh, the lyrics for the tracks and everything. So then we are like just trying to come up with a name and then we start talking like, oh, maybe we should try to get some like short name because it's easier to 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 get, you know, something and then call come up with the name like a just as a reference of this kind of like a exist uh, uh, that dread that you have sometimes mm. like uh, uh, without knowing how and why and that kind of like a match with like the team for like our EP and coming out with the album we're following like the same team like about like a mental illness and everything the way that you're writing and then yeah but like he come up with a name like we're trying something shorter and then we was like oh that actually sounds good like uh, let's, yeah. let's go <laughs> they they had the name but the fact that you've shaven off the dreadlocks now that kind of fucks up the image to some degree doesn't yeah, it a little bit a little bit that's my wife's fault that's my wife's fault uh, yeah i decided to brush them out uh, uh, get man. the long hair again and with dreadlocks you're supposed to cut into the dread and katie cut up so i ended up with a bald spot in the back of my head uh. Would you believe I had dreadlocks before? That's that's a, a long time ago, man, in I Holland. The, <laughs> I missed the long hair. Don't fucking miss them in the slightest. 
<laughs> yeah, so I just want to congratulate you there on White Knight. Fucking hell. Thank this you. came out of the blue and um, with Andreas Gisser, one of my all-time heroes. I've oh, been like a giddy child. Like I've told my wife about it and I like told my parents and trying to explain to my dad, who's a big like ACDC and Whitesnake fan, like who Kisser is and like what he means to the to the metal scene, but yeah. especially like the Brazilian scene. Yeah. Yeah. Like trying to explain it's... to my dad, my dad just like, he's no Angus Young. I was just going to say, he's got the name <laughs> Angus Young. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on. Yeah. It's, uh, it's still like a bit of, unreal like what happened and how it happens like he's just the whole the whole story like how andreas got involved in the album like he's a was such like a it was a literally a gift for us like uh um uh we have to thank uh um our friend uh renato zanuto that is a conductor from the dynamic orchestra that he's also in the album doing some orchestra guest yeah Yeah. so he's a longtime friend from brazil so he He's the conductor from this orchestra in Brazil, and he worked in the last three Sepultura albums. Mm, so the Mediator, right. the the Machine Messiah, and the Quadra. So Quadra. there are like a couple of couple of tracks that he did the orchestra arrangements, and he plays with uh, Kisser Clan, that is the Andreas Kisser uh, solo band with his son, and uh-huh. that's kind of like a cover band that he has in Brazil. Really cool. They're a lot and of fun. I've actually fun, yeah. never heard of them though. Oh no, check them out. Yeah. They're a lot of fun. Wow, it's cool. Like and Kisser son, like a uh, uh, Johan. He's a another machine. Like the 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 kid plays just like his father. Wow. And uh, it was my birthday last year and in November. And then Andreas was at Renato's house in São Paulo. And my my friend said like, Hey, I'm gonna send a video to my friend from Ireland. Has a band. Blah blah blah. Say something here. And he was like, Oh yeah yeah sure sure. And they're like, Hey, happy birthday, Marco. Yeah. Um, uh, you're recording an album. I'm going to give you a solo for that album. I was like, wait, what? what? And like, my friend didn't know. My friend didn't know. My friend looked at him, was like, and not now because I'm pretty busy now, but I'm going to record a solo for you. I was like, all right. And then that was November. And we supposed to record the album December last year. And then mm. we, we postponed like a, two or three times, Matt, the album. Yeah, like a, we had to, whatever yeah. was going on. But the and crazy then, thing was Marco sent the video into the group chat. So Will was losing his shit. Of course. And me and Cullen were like, what's going on, guys? What's going on? Because the whole thing was in Portuguese. And then Marco was just like, he's giving us a solo. And I was in the middle of work and I literally just went, fuck yeah. Yes. This is amazing. And then straight after that happened, a customer walked in and they were like, are you all right? I was like, oh, oh, yeah, sorry. Something cool happened. And and I I just can't process it immediately. Yeah. (laughs) It was just... How many weeks did it take for the fucking smile to come off your face? But that news long like time that. trying to explain it to my wife was hilarious. Yeah. It kind of, it kind of like a, since like so we're supposed to record the album in December and then it didn't work and then we rescheduled for February or something and then April and then at some point like we didn't talk to Andreas since and then when we uh, decided that we will go to Belfast instead to go to Italy to record. Uh, we were like, I talked to Renato because Renato was doing the arrangements for Night Hag. And then I was like, hey man, remember I bought my birthday gift? Do you think that's still <laughs> going to happen? And he was like, oh yeah, yeah, it's true. Like, tell me which, which track and then I can talk to Andreas and everything. And then we finished recording two days uh, before the schedule so we finished recording on friday and we had the studio until sunday uh, in belfast and then we come back like no word from andreas and then andreas was involved like in so many projects like uh, during the the, the lockdown doing the simple quarter like that mm. uh, that they released the album that for all of the guests that they have on uh, live stream uh, uh, at wednesday and then we had a backup solo for for oh, for, for white nights and then it was sunday the last day i was queuing to go to ikea like hating my life because i had to go there and then uh, my friend renato sent me a message it was like hey look what i have and then i look at it i was like i can't that's believe it, it. that's it Fucking that's hell. it last minute last minute.com yeah jesus christ it's just crazy to know that kisser has listened to our songs yeah, yeah, like that. That's just yeah. it is an amazing thing, lads. I mean, I love the way Renato had your uh, T-shirt on as well in the picture. Yeah, Andreas. Yeah, as yeah. Well. yeah, yeah. I f- I like that that picture they took on the on the uh, album release uh, for I I, I think it was, it was for Machine Messiah. 
Yeah, no, it was, oh, no, was, Quaker was yeah, Quaker. last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so they, 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 they played together and like Renato was a huge help. And I'm so glad that also Renato is in the album. Like he's a really he's talented amazing. musician and mm-hmm. what he did for, for, for Night Hack, for the track that he's, his part of it is, is amazing. Like uh, we can't wait to share. That's the title of the album as well. Yeah. yeah. So kind of like uh, the, we, that the album is Night Hag, the track, the Night Hag. So kind of like a, all the, the 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 tracks in the album has a reference for that because mm-hmm. uh, uh, it kind of like it's a concept album, but like all the track has a, a reference for the night hag in the in the in the in, in the in the lyrics, and uh, is the is the last track of the album. So kind of like you have all the orchestra there, the piano and everything is mm-hmm. is amazing. <laughs> okay, so we'll we'll give a listen there to um, White Knight. Any band that starts off a song with a siren, I love. Simple as that. (laughs) Let it be known.
like it's clear straight away how good the production on this album is going to be special. The song itself, fantastic. You all brought your air game to this. Um, it's a massive uh, leap in uh, standards compared to the EP. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But totally. the craziest thing about recording this album, mm. for the entire time we were up in Belfast, I had a trapped nerve in my neck. So oh, I could barely move my right hell. arm. <laughs> so we decided <laughs> to leave a lot of the bass parts to the last two or three days just to see if I could get my, you know, mm. movement back. And no improvement. I'm still having issues with it today. Oh. And I think I have to do six songs in one day. <laughs> yeah. So was, after I did Jesus that, Christ. I went into the drum isolation booth and lay on the floor and just just had a good cry. Volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> so Josh was in there just like kind of going through stuff, fixing things up with the track and Cullen was there just sitting on the couch, just waiting for like me to be okay. <laughs> I think I think kind of like a, the whole the whole production like a, since the recording with Josh like a Josh was fantastic like a, what a gent like a, pushing us like a, to to the limit you know like I was just like recording the vocals and I used to look at him I knew when it was good and when it was bad like you know like you could just like look at his face and he just like yeah and like well that that was good and then like all the mixing. Um, the mix and master like done by uh, uh, by Cole Keller there in Germany. So like uh, he worked with aborted like in the last album and everything. Crematory, so powerful. Yeah, he's quite a work, work with a yeah. lot of bands. Yeah. A lot of bands. Yeah. Built up. yeah. So it was great. Like I think like it, it was really good to go there with Josh. Like he was he, he literally like pushed us to the limit. Like yeah. sometimes you're just like. A, Recording a line, he was like, "Hey, man, I think you can do better. Let's mm. do it again and again and again." Yeah. It was like, "Okay, that that's what we want." Like when you have a producer, you know, like yeah. want someone like to tell you, like, "Hey, that's not gonna work," or like change like, this there was because actually one part yeah. in White Knight that, uh, as I was playing it, he was just kind of like sixteenths. I was like, "What?" And I was like, "Do it in sixteenths." So I did the riff in sixteenths, and he just went. Now play it properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a massive fan. He knows that. Uh, I'm always on this show praising him, man. He's, he's one of the best out there in Ireland. It's, it's Yeah, definitely. He's a great producer. He's, he's great. fucking great. And why did you go with Kai? Was it through the wormhole death? Or how did you select Kai? His I, experience. Yeah, I think kind of like he's not, it, it wasn't like a true then, like uh, 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 with Wormhole Death, like we had something like a going on to record with them before back there in Italy. So once we, could, we, we, we couldn't go there, yeah. we had like a, a little bit more freedom to choose that ourselves. Okay. And then, yeah, and, and then kind of very like, understanding and, about it. Yeah. And it kind of like a, we like, of course, we want to go to Italy to record, you know, like yeah. <laughs> just, you know, like stay one month in Italy is not bad, but kind of like a since everything was canceled during the pandemic. And then every time that we try to reschedule, the dates keep like pushing like away like too much. So like if you haven't recorded with uh, Josh, we have to wait until November this year to start recording. And then. Yeah, since that didn't work, we talked with 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 Carlo back there, and then he was like, "Hey, that, that's fine." And then like we had more freedom to find uh, the the producer and 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 the mastering like uh, ourselves. And then we started. Because like, Carlo originally offered to produce it for you. It was. It wasn't Carlo. It was uh, what's his name of the lad there, uh, Matt? You remember uh, his name? In MacLab Studios. Uh, yeah, I don't oh, remember his name. Yeah. Jonathan. Thank you. Yes, okay. that's the name. So kind of like he, so like a Carlo, Carlo is the owner of the the, the, the the label. And then he was just like, okay, guys, like I want you to record it with this producer. And then it didn't work because we're going to have to wait until yeah. uh, November. And you, otherwise you're going to lose another year, you know, yeah. like pretty much not. And then he, he, he said it was okay. And then we recorded with Josh, like he'd be, he he uh, told us like a, how he wants like to be recorded, like a few things that they need. And then after that, we had like a, some kind of like a uh, 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 free card to choose the 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 the, the guy who will do the, the the mastering. And then like uh, we are looking to uh, Cole Keller there like for a while. And then I was like, hey, this 
looking at all the bands that the guy worked was like, I think he's the, he's the guy for, for the album. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then it sounds good. You fucking <laughs> right. It does. Sounds amazing. Yeah. And let's just talk about the artwork as well. Um, burn of burn artworks. Is it, is that LC? Yeah. Is it, how would you pronounce his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll see this burn. Yeah. yeah. So is a is a guy from Brazil. Like he Nervosa, he de- man. Fucking nervosa. Nerv- yeah. <laughs> he works with a lot of like Brazilian bands and international bands over there. So it's uh we worked with him before and then like uh, he did he did the art, like uh, we were talking exactly like uh, how was the 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 concept of the track, like we were, I was talk talk to him about Gene Jones and John Stone and everything, mm-hmm. and then he also uh, created a lyric video that we're gonna release next week. Okay, so so people understand what I'm seeing, <laughs> and <laughs> specifically my wife. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> and so all cities like uh, yeah the great artwork. So we have all cities, and then like a silent disease that is the next single that we're gonna release nice. end of October. We have uh, Irish artists who did that, um, and then for the album we went with uh, Marcelo Vascos. That's the guy who did the art from the EP, and the same guy who did like his layers last album Testament. Yeah. So oh, man. Guys, that's, that's a yeah. no-brainer. Yeah, I'm glad you're sticking with him. And, yeah, it's great. Uh, the video released then just uh, Zan Inho Discos. They're in, who are they now? They're Brazilian again, are they? They are so kind of like a Kaka as uh, Kaka is like a, acting as our booking agent. So so kind of he's looking for for our our tour uh, right now. Kaka, he's a kind of like a metal underground legend in Brazil. Okay. So this guy, he worked with like a. Ratos de Porão, that's a kind of like a punk band. Fucking Ratos, man. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Nice one. Fucking amazing. <laughs> and then he he had done like so much for the underground in Brazil. And like, I was so glad that we are working with the guy. And then he has like the Chaninho Discos that is pretty much like a, uh, um, uh, his company over there. And then, man, the guy is, is unreal. Like uh, everything that, that that we need, we talk to him. Like uh, he helped us with some PR back there in Brazil. He helped us to to get in touch with those producers there uh, that recorded the video clip. So we have that video clip that was recorded with uh, the Caixão. And then we're going to have the second video clip that was recorded with Mayara. That is the singer from Torture Squad, another great Brazilian band, like a trash metal band. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, so kind of like he knows... A lot of people like putting contact was like, hey, we need someone for the video clip. I know someone. You need someone for the art. I know someone. I was like, all right. <laughs> That's a fantastic thing to have, Matt, isn't it? Just to have all those connections. Because like you're you're getting an audience in two different parts of the world as well as everything else, yeah. you know? Weird. It's like the fact that the guys are from Brazil as well. Mm. Like it's a benefit for us. Mm. Yeah. And like Brazil with the scene over there, like the way that it is, it's the metalheads dreamland almost. Yeah. Like look at the festivals they have, like Rock and Rio alone. Mm. Uh, yeah. So just to... I don't know about getting you over there or whatever, like, but just for instance, if there's two lads from Ireland and they're knocking it out of the park with a band that has two members from, we'll say, Mexico, for example... Irish metalheads would take an interest in that band. They would, you know, because yeah. there's two lads from Ireland over in Mexico and they're doing really well, for example. So I think you definitely will have an audience in Brazil for this band. Yeah, it, yeah it's, it's funny, so. like when we when, when we track like the the listeners, especially in Spotify, that you have like the breakdown per country, like a, very true. And yeah. in, in, in the EP was like we always have like an Ireland as like the first first second like but in the ep at some point we have like a, so many people like from brazil from mexico from argentina and we had like a wave like from india and then we have i was like any i i think kind of like any country that you have visibility that they love metal it's good to be there you know you you never know like we have angra for example a Brazilian band, they're, mm. they're always like a bigger in Japan than in Brazil. Yeah. In Brazil, like most of the people don't know Angra, like they know because like now Kiko Loreiro is in uh, Omegadeth, but kind of like in Japan, they can't open the streets because they used to, to do like a music for animes over there and everything. And then you, you, you have that thing, like it, it's kind of like regardless, we, we love to 
to be well known in the Irish scene. And then uh, with the tour coming next year, like here in Europe and everything, but kind of like a, when you see the big bands playing, when they go to South America, like uh, they record live albums there because the audience is crazy. Yeah. They can like uh, fill up the stadiums sold out in 24 hours. I remember buying tickets to go to ACDC, to go to Metallica in Brazil, Iron Maiden. Those tickets are sold out in like two, three hours. Like to fill up a stadium, it was yeah. insane to get a ticket for that. So any, 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 anywhere that you have like a metal fan that like, you know, like the music, like we want to be there. It, it kind of like, you're going to be great to, to be part of it. And we can't wait to go back to yeah, the road. To and like, road. <laughs> yeah, man. It's yeah, just... <laughs> I mean, talk to me there about what you had planned. You had a European festival planned before the shit yeah. knocked us all uh, for 10. Um, what was that like? Uh, what, what, where were you uh, hitting? Nine countries in 10 days. Okay. So we were yeah. in London, Amsterdam. Lille, Zurich, uh, surely Germany. Germany. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have to hit Germany, like <laughs> Budapest. Two, we had Poland. Oh wow! Two places um, in Czech Republic. Yeah. Um, and it was just kind of everything was booked. I you think know, we like had the Ukraine as well. Yeah. Again, yeah. was that and true? Then, wormhole death. Was there wormhole death bands aren't going to be on them? No. On those bills. No, oh, it was before. before. Oh right. Okay. It was before. Fair yeah. Fox. Yeah. Yeah, so kind of like we 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 are we are checking like the bands that would through with us. So like at the beginning was Malevolent Creation, and then we had uh, another band for in Spain that a was kind valley. of like a yeah, yeah, they're brilliant. Uh, and then and then it kind of like it was everything. Everything was ready. It was pretty much like we had to cancel. It was April last year, so I had to cancel everything. Like all the venues were booked, all like the van and like the tickets to go to UK first. So UK was a festival, and and it was a kind of like a festival with other eight months. And then other than that, we were just playing some some like a metal venues over there. And yeah, it was just like a we we try like to keep everything booked until like the last minute because we didn't know like we're still trying to understand how the pandemic would affect us. And then at some point, like uh, the, so uh, Germany closed the borders and then Czech and then like uh, um, Czech Republic yeah. and then like France Poland and then all the, the countries. Like, and, yeah. 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 The <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're yeah. still on the Klang bill. <laughs> yes. Now that, yeah. that will be to a crowd. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. Yeah. I can't wait yeah. for that gig. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, it kind of like you have some band like Candlemass Corner there. Like I've seen Corner at um, uh, Grass Pop a few years ago. And it was just like the guys live. They're so, so great. Like yeah, amazing. I've never seen them. I'm a big fan. Um, I'm a oh, big fan so of nearly good, all the bands. The only one band there that I didn't know too much about was Green Lung. And they they had just leveled the bloodstock. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that that to me is like, this is, this is going to be interesting to watch these lads play as well. So, uh, yeah, oh, man. I had Rob on the show, man, a few months back. Lovely dude. So I watched it. Really fucking nice guy. Mm. Yeah, he's a fan. Uh, like, you know, I mean, first and oh, foremost, yeah. that's what came across to me more than anything else. He's not a, a dude true. that came out in, in out of nowhere and is, is trying to make money out of this. He's a fan first and foremost, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the Clang Festival. Um, What about, like, so Wormhole Dead? records uh carlo there um how did they become interested in you uh i think it was something from uh matt correct me if i'm wrong but if uh, if i'm remember that well it was pretty much like the 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 girl that was like uh, that helped us with the the previous tour that introduced us to carlo uh maggie uh, so like, she was like promoting the main gig in, uh, London, uh, that was a festival. And then like she, uh, I think like she shared a contact with Carlo at, at the time. And then, and then Carlo started talking, like it was up to Will and Colin and, and then just trying to get the, the, the date. Uh, and then Carlo explained like how he picked the bands and like how he produced the bands and things like that. And but if I'm not wrong, I think it was Maggie who introduced us to Carlo. Yeah, it was. He, he was right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then uh, like the way that Maggie contacted us, I can't even remember because I think like she sent she like it was right after we released 
the lyric video for Revelations. Ah, and then okay. she saw that and messaged us on Instagram. And then we started talking and then she said like, hey, I kind of like I booked some, some gigs and everything. I'm here in Mexico, but we have some a festival in, in UK. And I think she share our contact with Carlo and then present the band to Carlo. So that's how he found us. <laughs> Man, that's... And it was everything like that happened like during the pandemic. So kind of like we signed the contract during the pandemic. So was... he, he has yet to see play live, correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I think he he saw the video that we play at uh, Metal to the Masses yeah, because that was recorded. Masses. Yeah. Oh. And then I think that was the only video that he saw us like playing live. <laughs> and I noticed as well <laughs> because when I saw you live, I thought, Jesus, very, very tight section. Uh, you're a great frontman, Marco. Um, you command the sure, stage man. fucking like a beast, you know, back and forth. You you know, you're you are watching the, the front man, which is what you want. For me anyway, like I like watching the front man. So <laughs> you had this uh kind of outfit, you were all wearing black with the sign. Um for Risen Dread, I presume. Um, yeah, the logo. It's a logo, it's a logo yeah. Um, and then I, I saw... I actually the, got a tattooed on me. <laughs> I then saw then that you've gone from going all black to now white. Now, not all white. No, yeah. no I'm not going to come to jocks, whatever jocks you're going to be wearing, whatever. <laughs> they were red. Is a, this it, is it, interesting. It's kind, it's kind of so kind of like a, when we were talking about the the whole idea of the album and like all the team about mental winners and things like that so kind of like there are a few pictures that you can see especially in the spotify that i'm with a straight jacket and everything so you want to bring that kind of like a feeling of a you know like asylum or something mm. it, you know like and like the, the the people that work in the asylum you know like a uniform yeah. so just to keep on the team so like uh, when we were talking to olga uh, that took Shout out to Olga. Amazing photographer. She was nothing but lovely yeah. the whole yeah. way through. And like, really put the effort in to work with us, not for yeah. us, if you okay. know what I mean. Okay. Like just just pleasant to deal with. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and they recorded really our perfect. third video clip as well. Like so, the yeah. third single that we're gonna uh, "Sound of the Unknown." Like they recorded the 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 uh, the video clip as well. So kind of when you're pitching the idea about this whole the whole team, the album. So then we we thought like maybe putting the white, you know, like it's just to to get give that kind of like a hospital vibe yeah, you, or something you, like you that. You do pick it up on the pictures. Yeah, and then. And then with the straight j- jacket that was maybe too small for me, that we had to make some adjustments to to take the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> a little small. Ah, to see one but, of those guys that deliberately wear smaller t-shirts just to show yeah. off the torso. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> make sure that, that the, the sleeves are that bit tighter. <laughs> <laughs> but that but that was just to be on the team, you know. Like so, you want you to bring like the the vibe for for that. We still we still don't know like how we're gonna perform. If you're gonna keep like the white or the black, or if you're gonna mix and match. And that but would like be the, too <laughs> weird to have two V in white and two V in black now. Yeah, that would be just <laughs> It'd be like a domino thing, yeah, you know. Like, would fuck things up, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> so the but, teams the teams of the album is is mental illness, is it anxiety? What what, what are they? Yeah, so kind of and like mental all, health issues mental health, in general. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah. So basically all the tracks except uh, uh, White Knight, mm-hmm. but White Knight, we are talking about Jim Jones, that he, he had a lot of mental yes. uh, issues as well. Yeah. And then uh, Lazaretto, that is about the doctor of Poveglia, that's so, but kind of like it was a, a madhouse that happened there in the island after a while, but like everything else is related to mental illness. So we have Sound of the Unknown, that is the next single that's about uh, depression. We have, uh, sorry, we have Silent Disease, that is about depression. We have okay. Sound of the Unknown, that's about dementia. We have a track about OCD. We have a track about Cotter Delusion, that's something that like is is a really fucked up uh, a condition that gladly not many people have. <laughs> and, and, and so we are all in the team. So um, pretty much like that's the connection in the album. So it's either about mental illness or any kind of like a historical figure with like a mental illness. So okay. that was the team in, in the album. And Nighthag, that song itself? Nighthag is about... Is my baby, yeah. Nighthag is about sleep paralysis, which I suffer of sleep paralysis, like a 
like I have a lot. And so, <laughs> so it's funny that like Night Hag was the first, the first song that I wrote for the band the, and then the one in the audition, but then we changed completely. Like I changed completely the, the, the lyrics after that. So Night Hag is kind of like the figure, one of the figures that you see when you're having sleep paralysis. So like a few people, they describe that in a different way. Uh -huh. Like a, very often people just say it's kind of like a shade in a, in a in the shape of kind of like a woman. So that's why they call like a night hag yeah. or the nightmare. That's why the word nightmare come from because, because of this, the nightmare. And then, um, and that's kind of like the connection. So every time that you listen to the songs that we say, like she is watching you, She'll be around. That's a reference to the night hag. Okay. So, and that's kind of like a part of this kind of condition. Like most of the people they're going to have once in a lifetime, but like the people that they have the conditions like myself, sometimes I have like a two or three times per week and yeah. it's not very, it's not very pleasant. So I try to get like a, use the trauma to, to get something oh, out of it, you know, like, it, a, and, and ho hopefully, uh, more people can relate because I, I, after I start talking about sleep paralysis, someone tell me like, "Hey, I had that too." They, I didn't know yeah. um, th there is a name for it. it was like, "Yep, there is a." <laughs> and is it Marco? Like, have, uh, can you play guitar yourself? Is it just lyrics you're concentrating on, or can you play? Yeah, play? I, I can't. I can't. I can't play anything. It's just <laughs> so okay. like the the whole the whole process when the guys know, are creating. You, you writing credits for the album guitar playing and drums and bass oh yeah well that's that that's true i played i play a little something like i play a little bit of drum guitar guitar and bass in the album like one note each so i can <laughs> <laughs> so just just i can be credited that i played something no i'm kidding but i did but <laughs> it's uh uh no so like the lads normally they they're creating the music mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm, I'm there. Like maybe I say like, Hey guys, the chorus is too long or kind of yeah. this intro is, you know, but then after I write the lyrics afterwards, like it would be easier if I play something like a, but it, it works that way. Uh, it, like normally it takes a while for me to write the lyrics because I, I like to do a research like for white night. I probably watch like all, all the documentaries about Jim Jones and Jonestown and like all the CIA files, like they are, sometimes they are boring. And then, but I love, then the, guys... I love, I love the fact that you can go in that deep. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And then, and then, but in the meantime, the lads were like, Hey, you have the lyrics it was like, man, start another, another track. Like I need one month to finish this. To right. <laughs> yeah. It's just like you have probably be four or five pages of lyrics and trying to chop them down to literally yeah. time it right with the song, you know? Yeah. So if you're in a stoner band, it would be perfect because fucking songs are like 15 <laughs> minutes long, you know? So That's true. <laughs> it's, uh, it's funny that like a column was like, a, uh, I think there's only, there's one track that I, uh, I didn't write in the album that's fallen that we re-record from the album that is heavy as fuck for, for this, <laughs> this oh, version. Oh, yeah. That's heavy. And it, then Colin wrote the lyrics for that one. Mm. And then I remember when I joined the band and then like we were just like playing and then like, hey, uh, let's let's finish this session here. It was like, what are you talking about? It was like, no, that, let's finish the lyrics like now. I was like, I can't. I was like, I I can't. I, I need kind of like a, I normally I write songs like a, between like a 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. Like, okay. like a no noise. Like I can't have a process. Yeah, just the process and pretty much what you said, like uh, I end up with like five pages and then just, you know, like it started getting shorter and shorter mm. to have the track, but it take, it? it take a while. Yeah. Do you enjoy it? I do. I, it, it's kind of like, a, it's, it's weird that like since we, we, we finished recording, I have so much like free time now during, during yeah. the evening that I don't know what to do. It's just... <laughs> yeah. You've been making cocktails. That's what you've been doing. I make cocktails, yeah. Oh, I there you go, man. Next time I'm in Dublin. <laughs> Come here. Come here to the bar. That sounds, that sounds a great invite. Matt, did you purchase anything over lockdown, equipment-wise? Um, not actually, yeah, I picked up a new, uh, bass head and a new amp. And right. then about two weeks after I bought it, we all decided to go with in-ears. <laughs> 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 so it's pretty much been sitting in the corner and the right. bass has been going, uh, into a 
a pedal and then into the output into a an input yeah through the computer so uh yeah the amp has kind of just been sitting in the corner ah yeah it'll get see the light of day um, merchandising uh, um who did you go with or can you tell us anything about that yet it's coming so we are just finishing like a, like all the the art so we are deciding like what you're gonna put in the back and like a t-shirt hoodies mm-hmm. and everything so we're gonna and it's chance, coming soon um, so we're i know just... you have uh, a big tat on sale is it at the moment is, oh, no, that was just a, a mock-up that someone did for us ah, uh, we yeah. got the shirts embroidered for the gigs and the guy who did that was like that, that could look cool in a hat so we just threw it onto a hat Right. Just okay. like yeah. uh, gave it to Will. I was like, oh, I thought this would look cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So kind of like what we have already that we're gonna put in the store is kind of like the the t-shirt with the symbol, and we have some um um, um we have some what do we have, Matt? Uh, <laughs> Got some the other tank one. tops. Yeah, uh, I have some tank tops. Yeah. <laughs> okay. With the night hag uh, art. Hack. But uh, there's still a possibility that we do a, a fourth video clip for Night Hag, and then we we're probably gonna do a different art for that. So like a, that's why we're still holding a little bit. So when you send everything like for the merchandise, we have like all the arts lined up. So, but like a, the art for 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 White Knight is brilliant. Like for Silent Disease is is beautiful. Like for the for the for the album. So we already have something to to start. Mm. But yeah, it's coming. It's coming soon. You're just like a deciding what and where to put like in the yeah. <laughs> hoodies and t-shirts yeah. and everything and who's the strongest for that who would be the most creative uh dealing with merch and stuff in the band would it be you matt or mark or oh column column okay. drummer boy drummer boy yeah. is like kind of how to describe it like marco's the face of the band it's really good looking mm. yeah Um, (laughs) realistically Cullum's like the heart behind it like he's the one who he's so much passion like he's an amazing musician everything in it Mm. Will's the brain and I'm the appendix you know I'm there (laughs) but I might not be needed (laughs) you do need the appendix they don't respect these us bass players Mm -hmm. Matt that's the fucking problem (laughs) (laughs) don't say that <laughs> yeah, like Cullum, he he really puts his his heart and fucking soul into this band. Yeah, uh, you can yeah. you can pick that up, no doubt about it, through all the posts and stuff as well, which I love actually. You're very good on social media. Someone has to fucking do that horrible job, and it is yeah, a fucking <laughs> That's nightmare true. at the best of times. What time frame are we looking at then? So you've got a single coming out. You think at the end of October? So we're looking at an early 2022 release for me. Would that be fair enough? Yeah, too. Brilliant. Yeah. So that that's kind of like what we were aiming for 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 the album. So mid January next year, and uh, yeah. So the so silent disease, if I'm not wrong, is coming out. Yeah, October 29th is the is the video clip and the single and all the digital platforms. And then we have sound of the unknown that's gonna be in November. And then pending if you're going to release night hag as a as a as a single as well because we want to record a video clip and then uh then the full album in in january and possible touring in april april if, march may oh. yeah if if andreas if will, will join you as the second guitarist yeah we'll see oh, we'll yeah see. You know, like he, he has to, to, you know, like do an audition first, but mm. it's, <laughs> see how it goes. Yeah, it sounds promising. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, that's something you have to think about as well. Are you going to continue as a four piece or live? Are you going to add an additional member for touring purposes? Yeah, it, it kind of like a, we we had this conversation a few times. I, I think like for now, I, we 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 play as a for like four piece before. Is I, I think yeah, like a, now with the tracks that we have as a four piece. I think yeah. yeah, I think you did. Four yeah. Piece, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. sounded grand. And man. Uh, yeah, yeah, and our first gig in Fibbers and uh, Minute, we were four pieces. Then we've only ever played live once as a five piece, and mm. that was Metal for the Masses. Ah, yeah. okay, okay. Kind of since yeah. we dropped back to a four piece, the bass has been picking up a lot more of the slack. Good. So I've been playing a lot more rhythm, which has been a lot more fun. Yes, of course. Yeah. So at yeah. the moment you're staying as a four piece and live, you're just gonna have to adapt with the new songs. Yeah. It's kind of like that's how we've been practicing before um, uh, for the recording and everything. So the recording you have the ability like to 
to record like a many like a guitar uh, uh, yeah tracks over there but kind of like for live it's it's pretty much like we are just thinking every time that you get some someone new in the band you have that that process like that they, they have to pick up the songs and then you know like you have to see if it's a good match if there are yeah. com- personalities come into it and everything yeah everything so uh so like for now we we're staying as a four piece you know and then if we need like for some reason like we can see if andreas uh, wants to to be part hmm. of it i think he's gonna be touring as well i don't think <laughs> we'll, we'll see like he's got the references but uh we need to meet him yeah, yeah. i think yeah i think that'd be just get on to Ren- renato again see what the story <laughs> yeah, is I was... <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's still, it's still it's still gonna believe that <laughs> yeah and it's so listen lads I'm going to leave you go Matt and Marco absolutely wish you nothing but the best you have Thank you, released yeah. a fantastic so much, single man it's just it's blown me away you now and, and I hope it gets to as many people as it deserves and look forward to the next few releases yeah. thank you yeah. I appreciate that thanks so much yeah. thanks so much man and for having us and uh, we can't wait to go back to stage and see like the Irish audience and then just to share yeah. the, the music with yeah. everyone cannot wait so to get much on for that, that playing stage get your asses down the car sooner or rather <laughs> we will <Yeah>. we will <laughs> yeah. we'll win. and a shout out also to Colm and Will who couldn't make it tonight okay support your local metal scene if you like the show subscribe to it All right. cool cheers man cheers.